1: And we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you're making it a good one. We know that we are as well. If you heard Benjamin Rafino screaming in the microphone as the intro was playing, that he was, and here he comes again. We're live, buddy. It's a weekday. But here comes Benjamin here comes benjamin here comes benjamin you got food on your shirt everybody's gonna know you ate spaghetti tonight but tell them ben we are live welcome back to the show i am your host blake Rafino and ben ruffino this is are you serious sports we hope that they're making it a good one we know that we are as well guys do us a favor hit the like and share share it to some groups on facebook as we'll greatly appreciate it Will we have some breaking news during the show tonight? Bye. Bye. Will we have some breaking news? We'll get into that. Ken Mulkey to LSU. Is that a real thing? Is that actually going to happen? What are we hearing? Are the talks heating up? Maybe they are. Maybe they are. We'll get into that as well. Also, Kyle Sutherland of the Hog Talk podcast as we continue to go around the SEC, we're going to be going to Arkansas uh, tonight, talking some uh, Arkansas football and baseball as we do continue our trip around the South. Uh, and we'll do that. But before we get started, guys, we've got, we got to thank our good partners over at Believe Podcast for everything that they do for us. And we've got to thank our good sponsors over at GM, Varando and Sons. GM Varno & Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino, at AYS sent you on by and our good friend mr richie roche over at roche's lawn and landscape 225-937-7220 that's 225-937-7220 if you want the best looking yard in your neighborhood you have to give richie roche a call today again that's 225-937-7220 and tell him blake ruffino at ays sent you on by okay we're gonna have the live baseball updates I'll tell you as we continue to do this on Tuesdays, we give you those live LSU baseball updates. We'll get to all the comments. Hashtag Blake is going to be prevalent again uh, as we do every Tuesday. The hashtag AskBlake. Uh, Chase Orgeron says, no, man, no. Um, yes, man, yes. If you're referring to Ken Mulkey, if you're referring to Ken Mulkey, yes, it's heating up. It is heating up. I'm going to tell you some of the things that we're hearing as uh, the ULM hitter is going to fly out to center field. I have been told uh, by multiple people. Now, you guys know that have been following our series sports for a long time. If it's your first time following AYS, uh, we have built our name on ha- you know having some sources breaking some news uh, and-, and putting some news LSU news out there. Uh, as we've built this over the last couple of years One thing that we have heard today is Is that the Ken Mulkey to LSU talks are heating up So much so one source told me that it could possibly be going down tomorrow Now I'm not going to go out on a limb I want to get a little bit more sourcing I want to get a little bit more details As to what's going on with Kim Mulkey But we are hearing that it's a very strong possibility That Scott Wilbert and Kim Mulkey have talked and one source, oh my God, it's a ULM bla- ULM batter just blasted that one. Cruz makes the catch on the warning track. Jesus, Marion Joseph. But that Kim Mulkey is, is a high possibility, along with her daughter, could possibly be making their way down to Baton Rouge. Um, a lot of people we've had we've had mixed, a very mixed bag about Kim Mulkey to LSU. A very very mixed bag. Um. Some people are, are have gone to the extent of saying, LSU can't spend $2.5 million on a women's basketball coach. Well, with all due respect, and I said this a little last night on a little bit of my rant, if you believe, if you believe that LSU is not going to try to go out there during a PR nightmare that they're, that they're facing right now, then you're crazy. Uh, Kenny says that Charles Hanegraaff said there's no way and no chance that uh, we get Mulkey. He also said that about us when we said Jake Peets was going to be the next offensive coordinator at LSU too. So just want to throw that out there. Now, the deal is not done. The deal is not done. I'm just telling you what a couple of people are talking about. Now, I don't know if this is going to happen. I'm not sure. But there are a lot of talks that they that Woodward and Mulkey have talked. So if that's so, and if she wants to come home, then then we'll see it. And, and we'll have to see it to believe it. Again, I'm tired of, I mentioned this at length last night, I'm tired of saying, you can't pay a woman $2.5 million. What in the hell do you think you're saying when you say that you can't pay a woman $2.5 million to coach? Stop with that Rudy Pooh-ass take. God. Uh, Tasha Tibbo says, hashtag bring Mulkey home. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be gaining steam. Again, could she be using LSU for leverage? It's a very strong possibility. Very, very, very strong possibility that she could be using LSU as leverage. But these people going around saying there's no chance, okay. Okay. You better be careful when you can't, when you start, when people go out there and say there's no chance, you better be careful. You better be careful. Uh, Blaine Smith says, any chance we could bring back former player back to coach the baseball program? I'm assuming you're talking about Blake Dean. Uh, I don't think Blake Dean is your guy. I-, I mean, guys, he's not winning at UNO. What makes you think he's going to win at LSU? So you're going to get a subpar. With all due respect to Blake Dean, you're going to go get a subpar coach to be to come to LSU? Guys, this is LSU. I mean, it's one thing if you're talking about Kim Mulkey Coming all the way to to back to Louisiana, back to her roots. I mean, she grew up in Hammond, which is only thirty miles away. That's completely different. She's winning. Blake Dean is not. I mean, yes, he had, may have a winning record here and there, but they're not winning the Southland. And maybe they, I think they won it once, but they're not. They're not doing anything fantastic in a weaker conference. Just throwing that out there. Uh, Blake Doucette says Hashtag AskBlake Heard that unless LSU gets lucky with losses From other schools LSU will miss the SEC tourney Being we lost the uh, South Carolina series When was the last time LSU didn't make the tourney It's been a very long time A very very long time Uh, John says Kim would be the biggest home run hire in LSU history Uh, John I'm not going to go that far Um I'm not going to go that far. Um, from a – but from on, on paper standpoint, I think you could say that because she's a – basically what you're saying is here too, and you might be to some degree correct on this, now that I'm kind of sitting back and thinking about it, um, you're, you're bringing in a national winning coach, a top two, three coach in women's college basketball into your program. You know, you, just on paper, you might be a little right there. You might be a little right. Uh, Chase Orzerron said whoever said no to Kim is dumb yeah but you know how these guys can go out there and do it I mean they're gonna say there's no chance we're gonna get Kim Mulkey and some people are saying it's gonna go it could go down as early as tomorrow I don't know that I mean look I, I trust one individual who said who told me today that Kim Mulkey to LSU is extremely possible and that they've talked uh, but he does not feel completely confident of that at the exact uh, at the exact moment. So, with that being said, if he if if a guy that I trust a lot and he has some uh some stuff, so we'll see. And, and look, LSU could be LSU can be used as leverage. LSU could easily be used as leverage, and it might be happening. It might be happening. I mean, look, you we we we've been here before. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Okay, I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked if we saw a statement from Kim Mulkey saying either which way. Either which way. That Kim Mulkey is coming or she's not. She's probably going to deny some stuff, too. I'm just going to let you know that right now. She's definitely going to probably deny. And then we will know that LSU was used as leverage. So I've heard that there is a lot uh, of heat behind it, but I've also heard um, that there's not. So... We'll have to wait and see. Let's get to a couple more of of these comments. Let's see. Jacob Cole says, you didn't have to call that man out like that. Well, oh well. Oh well. (laughs) Let's see. I I got a text that said Kim Mulkey is denied. We'll see that. We'll we'll see. But we're going to continue to monitor it as it continues to go on. All right, Kyle Sutherland is going to be joining us in about... Uh, 8 minutes uh, LSU has a Trey Morgan on second base With one out um, Let's see Travis says UNO is two games back From Southeastern in first place And they have a four game series this weekend I mean yes But let's just say hypothetically He wins this series And they win the Southland Conference Okay so he won the Southland Conference once Just throwing that out there um, Let's see Shelton on Facebook Live says Mulkey at LSU will require creative thinking on contract. She has to have uh, incentives for winning. She is coming to a tougher conference. Mm, I don't know about Well, yeah, I guess you could say that with South Carolina Mississippi State. She can't come to LSU to retire. Maybe she is. Maybe she is. And look, again, some parts of me thinks that Mulkey might be using LSU as leverage, but I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure about that. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But there is there isn't. Uh, let's see. Uh, Curtis says you and I'm getting some text. So I'm just trying to make sure because it's M, it's Kim Mulkey to, uh, related. Brandy says bring her to Br LSU needs to start putting money in women's athletics. I could agree with that. I agree with that. Um, David says UGA message boards think Eric Gilbert is going back there to play. What is scoop? Um. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. I was told, uh, and look, we kind of broke the news on Eric Gilbert being back at, uh, at LSU. I don't think he's going to Georgia. Why would he be living with B.J. Ojolari? We told you that two weeks ago. I mean, look, he's been living with people uh, inside that program. So, at the end of the day, let's see. I mean, at the end of the day, we'll have to see. Uh, I'm getting – look, so I want to be very careful because I'm getting some texts here. All right, we do have kind of some breaking – not some breaking news, but some rumors going around. So I've got a couple of texts verifying this. Um, There is an attempt from LSU per football scoop that LSU might uh, attempt to recruit Mark Emmert to return as their president. Um, That's why I've kind of been a little distracted – over here. So, if you don't know who Mark Emmert is, Mark Emmert is the president of the NCAA, and per Football Scoop, the NCAA, or they're saying that Mark Emmert could possibly becoming the new president or be recruited to be the new president at LSU. Now, let me say this. Let me say this. If Mark Emmert and Scott Woodward get back together, you better put your big girl britches on and your big boy britches on, because as Kevin Hart would say, it's about to go down. The last time those two men worked together, they brought a guy, a guy by the name of Nick Saban. Do you remember him? He was okay at LSU, right? Like, he was men's menza, as the Italians would say. Men's menza. So, that's why I was a little distracted about um, Football Scoop saying that Mark Emmert might be coming to LSU or be recruited to LSU. Guys, we greatly appreciate you joining the show. Everyone that's joining us now, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to some Facebook groups, share on Twitter, and hit that retweet. Everybody that sends us stars on Facebook, we greatly, uh, greatly uh, appreciate that. Uh, Tasha, who runs the Real LSU Nation. What's going on, Tasha? You guys need to go join her uh, Facebook group. She says, same folks saying Mulkey won't come to LSU are the same folks that said Burrow wouldn't win the Heisman. Yeah. Yeah, some of them. I mean, and what's crazy is it's usually LSU-based. You know, LSU media, LSU guys saying, you know, halfway through the season, there's absolutely no way Joe Burrow's winning the Heisman. (laughs) Guys, I mean, I don't know what else you had to see from that. I mean, when Joe Burrow went to Alabama and put the smack it down, as The Rock would say, on that candy ass, I don't know what else you needed to see. I don't know, man. He, he he, He might get hurt. Well, he might have. He's definitely the front runner. Uh, Justin says, so are you okay with keeping Paul Menaire? I never said that. I never said that. I just said that everybody's saying Blake Dean, Blake Dean, Blake Dean. Blake Dean's not winning anything. Guys, quite honestly, if you're going to go hire a guy in the of Conference, yes, I get that he was at LSU, but if you're going to go hire a guy from the of Conference, guess what? He's got to win it. I mean, it will he be on maybe a short list? Of course. I mean, he's an LSU guy. But at the end of the day, don't let's not act, sit here and act like that we can't go get somebody um, that, that shows to win. LSU did score. I see that Peggy Regg says that. So it's one nothing bottom of the third. Runners on first and third with two X. Kyle Sutherland uh, from the Hall Talk podcast is going to be joining us as we continue to go around the SEC in about three minutes. Uh, Shelton says baseball house is right for cleaning. Who comes in, agree, Blake is not the man. Not me, but Blake Dean. Tennessee has been turned around very quickly. I agree with that. I agree with that. And look, I keep seeing these Eric Gilbert things. Guys, let's just relax. I mean, he's he, he relax on the Eric Gilbert stuff. One UGA booster goes on uh, 247 Georgia or whatever the hell you want. Dogs 247. And everybody's like, oh, my God, Eric Gilbert when y'all were trashing the kid five months ago when you're completely trashing the kid five months ago just relax Uh, Kenny Russell says anything to help bolster our school and athletics in the name of LSU would be great yeah it'd be great and look LSU's going through a title 9 investigation and the last thing that you need from LSU, let me make this very clear to all 171 of you watching us live right now. The last thing that you need right now is to simply say, to simply say, as LSU as K. Beloso strikes out so in the bottom of the third, is to say that you're not going to pay a woman. Yeah, yeah. Run out there, uh, run out there, and say you're not going to hire a woman. Go out there and run out there and say that. Say you're not going to give her two point five million dollars and see how that shit works out for you. Y'all better quit that. Uh, Bear Grant Country Granger. I love my country people, but you know country when he calls in, man, he he he, he country. Country says hashtag Blake, I'm going to need my royalties on you using my country accent. Well, look, man. Uh, look, country. We made you famous by uh, by using the country accent. I mean, I didn't name you Country Barrett. I mean, God, uh, Hoochie coochie, man. I, I didn't do that to you. <laughs> but this man said I got to pay this dude royalties. Uh, Cody says I love to see Ryan Terrio as our coach. I mean, with all due respect to Ryan, with all due respect to Ryan, are we going to go hire somebody off the street? I mean, guys, come on, man. I mean, I'm not trying to put down on, on on these hires, but are we gonna put? Are we gonna hire Terrio off the street? Terrio's never recruited. He's never been a college uh, college head coach. <laughs> I love him to death, but come on. All right, we're gonna get to Kyle Sutherland just a couple more comments, and then we'll get to him. Ryan Thibodeau says Emmert and Mulkey would be the shot in the arm that LSU needs. I agree with that. I do agree with that. Again, I want to be careful. I know that we came out the gate saying that we're hearing that there's a chance that Mulkey might be coming back to LSU and that they've talked. I also have something in my gut telling me that she could be using LSU as leverage. So I just want to make it sure, make everybody know that I feel good that there's a good chance and that they're communicating and that you guys want her to come back. But at the end of the day, I just want to be cautious because some people are saying that they're 50-50, and then that makes me get the bubble guts, especially when we're talking, uh, talking about coaching hires. All right, let's do this. Let's get over to one of our good sponsors, and we're going to bring in Kyle Sutherland from the Hog Talk Podcast as we continue to go around the SEC and continue to uh, cover some LSU baseball. But before we get to that, guys, we got to get over, over to our good friends over at Monster Bass. Guys, i got to tell you something about Monster Bass. I'm so excited that I just got all of my new baits so I can go out to the fishing hole this upcoming weekend and catch the biggest bass that possibly I've ever seen in my life. They're quickly becoming the number one fishing brand of anglers everywhere. They have the best baits, and it's just like going out on the water with one of those pros. Subscribe to MonsterBass.com for $10, a $10 subscription, and you can get the best baits from the best brands, and they cover all the injuries all of the industry, from all over the regions and country. So if you're wanting to get bigger bass, if you're wanting to get bigger fish in this upcoming summer and spring, go over to MonsterBass.com, type in the promo code AYS10. You will get $10 off your first box. That's right, $10 off your first box if you go over and type in that promo code AYS10. And then that way they know your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino at AYS, sits you on by. And our good friend, Mr. John Patton over at Area Home Lending, that's 225-663-2500, if you're thinking about buying a new home, saving money on that mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash out refi, the timing has never been better, again 225-663-2500, and tell them your good friend Blake Ruffino at AYS sent you on by, okay our good friend Mr. Kyle Sutherland from the Hall Talk Podcast is joining us as we continue to go around the SEC, this time we go right up the boot and we go to Arkansas, Kyle what's going on my man?
0: What's going on, Blake? Appreciate you having me, man.
1: No problem, man. I'm glad that you were able to come on as we continue to go around the SEC. And I'm really looking forward to the conversation that we're gonna have. We're gonna talk some baseball. We're gonna talk some football. Let's just start off with football first, as we're in the heart of spring. I I gotta I gotta throw this out there. I play football with a guy named Cody Kennedy, who y'all hired on that staff that Sam Pittman hired on that staff. I've seen multiple interviews and Sam Pittman saying that he's really excited to bring Cody Kennedy, a Louisiana guy. I know he's from Georgia, but has made a lot of roots in Louisiana. Are are people starting to get some steam around Cody Kennedy and this new uh, coaching hire uh, for the tight ends?
0: Well, I think that at first, you know, it's kind of today's nature to anytime that you hear of somebody, if you've heard of them before, then you love the hire because usually they're pretty popular. If they're not, very popular, then you're not going to like it. That's just kind of the way that the world is right now. But I love the kind the hire. He's a young guy, can relate to a lot of these kids that he's recruiting. I know that you said off air to, uh, when we were talking that you played with him, and then when he finished his college career, spent time at West Georgia, and then yep. joined Sam Pittman at Georgia before he went to Tulane, and did a phenomenal job at, at Tulane as the run game coordinator, top 20 in the uh, the AAC. I think that's their conference, the AAC the last couple of years, the last two years, and then he comes in and, and be, being a tight end coach with an offensive line mentality, that's great that we're going to be able to have somebody there that has just more experience in developing the run game, because what's Kendall Bryle's going to want to do? He's going to want to mix it up, but he's going to want to throw. And so I think just having another guy in there with Brad Davis, with Sam Pittman that has that offensive line mentality, another proven guy. Uh, that that's just going to be another great thing, especially once we get another one or two running backs behind Traylon Smith. But overall, I love the hire, and I have no reason not to trust any hire that Sam Pittman makes.
1: Well, and that's the question I was about to ask you is about Sam Pittman. It seems like the Arkansas fans and faithful have really rallied around him you go get the big name hire, and then now you had a fire him. I'm not even going to talk about it. I know Arkansas fans don't want to talk about the head coach before Sam Pittman, so I'm not going to go there, but have kind of rallied around Sam Pittman and the things that he's done. And look, in his first season and all SEC schedule, I thought that they fared very well in the things that they did. Now that he's going into his second season, how have the Hogs been doing this spring?
0: I was very impressed with the spring game. I never really buy in a whole lot to stuff that we see there, just because usually it's a blowout on one side and you're going against each other. So you really don't get that good of a look. We probably won't get a true look until we play Texas in week two, but I love Sam Pittman. You know, you look at the landscape today, some of the top coaches, you know, you guys down there in Baton Rouge Ed Orgeron and Mario Cristobal, Davos Swinney were all at one point. Um, you know, they were, they were all at one point position coaches and, and that ended up becoming successful, been successful head coaches. And I think that Sam Pittman, even though he was never a coordinator before and was not a head coach at the, uh, at the major level, just Juco, I, I just uh, I think that he's done great with what, especially when you, when you come in and you hire Barry Odom first off, and then you have Kendall Bryles right after that, two of the best minds at their respective sides of the ball. And then you also bring in a lot of guys. I really like Jimmy Smith. The running backs coach with the pipeline that he has there at georgia and you know we're not going to celebrate three wins but when you consider where this razorback program was like you said under chad four wins in two years he had as many wins as i think it was as many wins as he did a uh, group of five losses because when you think of colorado <laughs> state north texas all that i mean it's Jesus. just as bad as it could get yeah it's just as i think that it was the worst hire in the history i didn't think it at the time when it happened, but I thought that Chad Morris was the worst history worst hire in SEC history, and so just to see the progress from last year, especially in Game One against Georgia, and I know they ran away with it in the second half, but there really wasn't any any games where the Razorbacks laid down, whereas it was under Chad. Even there were some games where you would think that they were going to make a run and either come back or hold the lead and hold on to the win, but they just couldn't ever do that. So he's just completely changed the culture. For the better, I mean, all the Razorback program, the athletic program overall is just doing a lot of great things right now. And so, really, it's next up for Sam Pittman to keep building on what he's been able to do.
1: I am going to say two things. Number one, are you telling me that a, a line coach could actually become a head coach and win a national title? Hashtag Ed Orgeron. I don't care that the kid was never a guy was never a, a coordinator. Doesn't bother me in the slightest because those kids played for him and it showed. And, and Kyle, I got to be honest, it showed when they played Georgia, right? Like this team's kind of rallying around. I don't care that they lost. I mean, I know that you guys don't want to lose, and I understand that. And I have a slogan that these that fans know that I say losing is never acceptable. But for them and for you guys, coming out of that and really just punching George in the mouth, look, LSU was a close game. You had a lot of close games. What is something that you're looking for? All right, so three wins in the first season. What are you looking for now? What is the realistic goal for Arkansas in this next upcoming season?
0: Realistically, I think that they can – I've got them at about five to six wins right now, winning all the non-cons. I'm not sure – about Texas, uh, just Sark is rolling sevens. He, he has just been incredible as the offensive coordinator at Alabama. I mean, props to him, a guy that whose life was in shambles a couple of years ago and here he is, was the hottest name, one of the hottest names on the coaching carousel and down at UT and, and I expect him to do some great things down there. But I definitely think that the Razorbacks are gonna win five. I'm not quite ready to say that they're gonna get that six win and make a bowl game. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. I just don't know about the offensive and defensive line right now. I feel a lot better about the offensive line, more so than I do the defensive line. We've got, like a lot of four-star guys coming out of high school. So on paper, I say this on my show all the time, on paper, we got tons of talent, just like we did last year in the secondary, and they showed last year that, that they were able to do some quality things. But I just don't know what the offensive line and the defensive line is going to do. And again, going back to Sam Pittman, Cody Kennedy, Brad Davis, and then you, you look at, at Barry Ode, all those guys, you know, they're, I think that, that, again, they're going to get the five. I just can't say the six yet, but uh, but, but overall, it, it, that's, that's still improvement, and we're not going to settle. I know that's, it, it, Arkansas fans seem to be notorious for, for uh, you know moral victories or whatever, but, but I definitely think that they're going to at least be flirting with the bowl game, and I think they can steal one. You don't know really what Missouri's going to do. Eli Drinkwitz did a pretty good job in his first year there. Ole Miss, I think, is going to be really, really upset for what we did to them last season and so uh, then of course Mississippi State I, I I'm not a big Mike Leach guy I say on my show all the time that I can't stand the air raid so I I think that we can probably shut that down again but but it's just really what is that game that they're going to get over the hump and win a game that they're not supposed to win which I guess you could say that technically against Mississippi State and Ole Miss uh, but either way I, I definitely think that they're going to at least come close to doubling their wins might not be saying much but But they'll be close to a bowl game if they don't get there.
1: No, I think it is saying a lot, Kyle, if we're being dead honest. I mean, if you win six games and you go to a bowl game, you're still trending upwards. I mean, when you go from zero SEC wins to literally – doubling or getting three and then doubling the following season i think that sam Pittman can have right on track he's a great recruiter we've seen that he's done a lot of good things in recruiting so it'll be really interesting uh to see what he does there we do have a lot of fan questions in reference to baseball and then we'll get back to to some uh football but craig shilling says hashtag ask kyle any part of the arkansas baseball team that you have questions about that would keep them from winning the college world series
0: Right now, it's just pitching. Uh, so our, our baseball analyst Kevin Bohannon, I was talking with him about it last week uh, on the show. And is it is there really anything that can slow these guys offensively? Seventy home runs. Our record is from 2018, when we, of course, you know, 2018 is a tough season to talk about with Razorback <laughs> fans, the way that that College World <laughs> Series ended. But right. the record was ninety-eight. Yeah, or that, that was tough. But, but the record was ninety-eight home runs, and we're already at seventy at this mm-hmm. point in the year and so it's very likely they could break that but really it's going to be the pitching we've had some shaky especially starting pitching kevin cops your setup guy that's uh there you know usually sometimes he's been a closer sometimes he's been a setup guy you've had some decent relievers and peyton paulette has shown that he can be a quality starter but he can also be he's, he's really it's just a roller coaster he's either really really up or really really down lyle lockhart who was your most consistent guy who's been the sunday guy since the beginning of the season he has hardly been able to make it out of the fourth, fifth inning over the last couple of weeks. And so they might do some shaking up there. And then Zeb Vermillion, what's he going to do? It's kind of been between Zeb Vermillion and Peyton Paulette for that Friday spot. Dave Van Horn really likes Patrick Wicklander at that Friday spot there. He came in a couple of weeks ago and, and really outside of Ole Miss, he, he, he's pitched great in the SEC. He's kind of back to, or at least showing flashes of what he was his true freshman year when, when him and Connor Nolan were doing good things. You know, Connor's kind of, Falling off a little bit there. But really, it's just the pitching right now. Can they hold up? Because they, we're, we're digging really deep into our relievers way, way sooner than we should be. And so you just got to make sure that you can figure out something and get it turned around so that way you don't wear them out by the time we get to June.
1: I know this is going to be a stupid question, okay? But from an Arkansas fan perspective, with Van Horn and what happened in 18, and if they don't – or if they're not able to win a World Series in the upcoming years, if maybe not even this year, are some Arkansas fans going to start getting a little upset with Van Horn? And I'm not going to say fire him, but are they going to start – is Ty going to start literally turning on him if he can't make a deep push in the College World Series, if not win it?
0: Sure, there's always that crowd, Blake, and we see it all the time, it's, especially during a loss. When we lost 16-1 to to Alabama – that was it was like the end of the world or really any time we lose again as you're just going to have that in every fan base but one, one thing that i ask every time i've talked i've talked to probably about maybe 10 to 12 former baseball players and the one question i always ask them is look you know dave van horn's one of the most consistent coaches <laughs> in the entire country has been for a long time what do you say to that crowd who doubts him that says yeah he's a great coach and can get us to Omaha, but he can't win well blake first of all i'll say it's not dave van horn's fault that three guys missed a, a pop fly there in the college World Series and was one was one out away and so but the fact of the matter is that as hard as it is to do it and you look at LSU they've had a lot of great teams but under under Paul they've only won one national championship should have probably won a couple more but it is so incredibly <laughs> hard in especially in baseball it's hard in any sport but the thing you got to look at it is, is he's got us in contention just about every single year. Mm-hmm. And he really just picked up from what Norm Bryan had built. Norm DeBrayne was coaching in the '70s at Fairgrounds in Fayetteville, <laughs> and now we have Baum Stadium, what it is now, and Baum Walker Stadium. And so, there's always going to be that crowd. But I think the realistic fans and the fans that actually know sports a little bit more so than just being a, a, a arm a, a couch coach or whatever they call it. Uh, most most people understand how important he is, and that the fact that how blessed we are to have him. You know, he's going to retire there, and and so it's just. It's that small crowd that, that's always going to say stuff using the keyboard and, and not in person.
1: Well, and look, I think that you're in, your point just is really hitting home, and I, I'm sure you can see the comments behind the scenes. If you can't, just hit the comment section. I should have told you that before the show. Uh, but a lot of LSU fans are saying that too when you in your uh, analysis about Paul. They should have won more than just the one that they've done now. And it seems like if it continues, that might be the same kind of feeling for Van Horn uh, uh, moving forward, I do have another question from uh, Carl the Cat Don, big baseball fan. He says, hashtag ask Kyle, will the Hogs kick down the door and win the college? Uh, that's not the one I was doing. Sorry, hold on. What was the one? Oh, here it is. It's from Craig. My bad. He said, hashtag ask Kyle, do Arkansas fans see LSU as a rival in football in the battle for the golden boot? And I, I'm going to add to that is – Is is Texas a And M, Arkansas's biggest rival, or is it LSU? In y'all's perspective,
0: I would say right now that it would probably be Ole Miss. Now, okay, Blake, you picked you. You did a, a good job picking me to come on because I'm actually one of the few Arkansas fans that has no problem with LSU. I, I, I hate Ole Miss with every fiber in my being. I've There's a
1: reason you're here, it. Kyle, to rudely interrupt you. There's a reason you're here. But anyway, continue.
0: <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, yeah I, I, yeah, I just can't stand Ole Miss for, for various reasons. I could do an entire podcast series on why I don't like them. But, uh, yeah, LSU fans have always been incredible to me. I, I actually had when I was in, living in Texas, one of my best friends was a uh, LSU fan, and, and uh, we used to watch games together and stuff. But anyways, I, I say all that to say that I was hoping this would come up because I know most – and, and they, this goes back to the realistic Arkansas fans. We know that LSU hates Alabama. At Arkansas, yeah, whenever we beat you guys in 2014, 2015, I think in 2016, that there was a little bit more hunger, not necessarily to get the boot back, it was really just to shut Arkansas fans up because we're very – just like every fan base, we're vocal on Twitter, we're vocal on social media. And so I think that it, it kind of depends on the situation. Like those years when it was really close, it was like Arkansas would win a close one or, or LSU would win a close one that I think that, that the players took it a little bit more serious back then. But – over the last few years you know it's really been a just a complete bl- bloodbath and so uh, outside of I guess really 2018 you guys won by a touchdown but I, I personally don't really see LSU as a rival because I have nothing but the utmost respect for them but this was uh, the, I like the, the the golden boot and everything I've actually had a chance to uh to be right beside it and have a picture and all that good stuff but I don't necessarily consider LSU a rival just because you guys are rivals with Alabama. And so I always love the matchup. I used to go to War Memorial Stadium when they would come to Little Rock all the time, and oh, that was playing tailgate and all that. But, but I personally don't really consider that a rivalry. Just my opinion.
1: That some bitch is heavy. That golden boot's heavy, man. I, I picked that thing up. That some bitch is heavy, man. <laughs> Look, I gotta get, I gotta get to do some curls for the girls j- just to pick that damn boot up. I mean, that thing is really heavy. Uh, if you have some uh, more questions for Kyle, hit us with the hashtag Ask Kyle. We greatly appreciate him joining the show. We'll let you know. Uh, where all you guys can get all of his great stuff. Uh, an interesting question because a lot of fans are are wanting Paul head. head. Uh, do you think that Van Horn, which I don't agree with this, and I don't think that he would, uh, but would Van Horn ever leave Arkansas? And and not just for LSU. Let's keep LSU out of the equation here. It, let's just say if if another team came after Van Horn, did you do you see that he would ever leave Arkansas, or is he pretty just locked in there?
0: Yeah, he's he's definitely locked in. He's he's been there for uh, I think, I guess now about twenty years. And just the facility, I'm not going to go into you know facility debates or anything like that. But there's no question that Arkansas is in the top two, top three. There, no there's no debate there whatsoever. And just with what, and they've even got more stuff coming up. And so with with what he's built and and, the, and what he has there now, I mean, it's he's solidified himself as one of the best coaches that we've ever had in all of sports. On mm-hmm. campus, And so, yeah, there's no way. He, he's around 60, 61 years old. I, I don't see him. I, I don't think that you could really put the put a number that, that he would take over leaving Arkansas. That, that's yeah, something I, don't, that I just don't see happening.
1: I, I don't either. Uh, getting back to, to football talk here, Kyle, who's going to be the quarterback for Arkansas this upcoming year? I know that Felipe Franks, although took a lot of criticism, I thought did some really good things last year for Arkansas. Uh, who do you think is going to take that spot? And do you think that that position is just completely open for Arkansas this season?
0: Well, Sam has said that it's it's KJ. That's one thing we, one of the many things we love about Sam, as opposed to uh, to Chad. As Chad always made it like it was just a mystery up until the the opening game? The two years that he was on campus, he waited until the Monday before game day to announce the quarterback. Sam said that Felipe is our guy last year. This year, he has said that KJ is up to this point. And I don't see. Nothing against Malik. Malik does need to develop a little bit more in the pocket. He's got wheels. He's blazing quick, one of the fastest. I don't know if he's one of the fastest guys on the team, but he's pretty dang fast. And so he can throw on the run. He looked really good there in the spring game. But K.J. showed me enough. Now, not that my opinion matters, but K.J. showed me enough against Missouri last year that this is his team right now. And so long as he does not bust in in um, fall camp and, and you know, right there up to the, the beginning of the first game, I don't see how you don't go with anybody
1: but now. Last question. I'm going to get you out of here. And I, I guess because you guys did have the three wins and you're continuing to build, there might be multiple. I mean, I know the LSU, who's got a lot of talent. And, hell, even Alabama, who has a shit ton of talent coming off a national title, has a lot to replace. Uh, the first, and this is going to be a two-part question, number one, what do you think is Arkansas' biggest strength going into this football season? And number two, the flip question of that is, what is their biggest weakness going up into this upcoming fall?
0: Well, you heard the news about Mike Woods, our number I two did. receiver, just uh, transferred, and there's all kinds of rumors swirling. Uh, it's been all day, really yesterday and today when he officially announced. I still think that you got to probably put the wide receiver – position group up there is your, your strong point on your team. Either that or your secondary when you got Monteric Brown, Jalen Catalan, who I think is the best safety in the entire country. I know that's biased, but I, I certainly believe that he is the best in the country. And you got Monteric Brown, him, Greg Brooks. There's it's there's a lot of guys that are playmakers in the secondary there. So I would say maybe either I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a, a, a two-part as a tie and get to the secondary and the uh, receivers. But the weakest point, I'm going to go back to the D-line just because I just we got to get a pass rush this year. We've got the guys that are, are capable of doing that. And we've got the defensive coordinator. We've got the coaches that are capable of making that happen. It's just with the uh, addition of Jamal Ashley, who came in from Tulsa after uh, we had parted, parted ways with Derek LeBlanc, but I just really question the defensive line and, and Blake, I really think that if we do get that pass rush going, that this is going to be a dangerous defense. Cause we saw at the, the beginning, of last year that this was one of the best this was one of the best defenses in the SEC to start off then people started kind of figuring you out you weren't really getting the pass rush you had some injuries you had some inconsistencies and so uh, that's really going to be the question is I think that this this pass rush is either going to make or break the way that this defense is
1: man you've been absolutely fantastic i, I we're going to have to bring you on as the season gets closer look I, I love football and i love SEC football the one thing Kyle and i'm going to get you out of here on this i, I lied are you going to miss the uh, CBS jingle? Ba-ba-ba-ba, ba 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 Are you going to miss that jingle uh, uh, when ESPN takes over the SEC?
0: I am because it's what I've heard my entire life. When, <laughs> right. I, when I think of that now, it's, it's obviously all season. But when I think of that, I think of around Thanksgiving Day when we used to play LSU. That's really what it, it, uh, made, it reminds me of. You know, when I was growing up as a kid, and going again going to the tailgates going to the games and stuff it was just uh, that was the time of my life you know we don't really have much going on at Memorial. there's a, <laughs> a lot of stories on, going on behind that we don't really we don't really have much going on at war memorial football wise anymore outside of high school sports but but yeah i'm, I'm for sure going to miss it you know i i, I like i can adapt the chains uh, no question but but that is going to be something to get used to because that's what we've heard forever
1: absolutely well look uh, the lsu fans love you because lsu scored a run when you were on Uh, in their midweek game so they they love you and we're going to have to bring you back man tell everybody where they can catch all y'all's podcasts and everything that y'all are doing over at the Hog Talk Podcast
0: well just like yourself we are on the Believe Podcast Network we're also part of the ESPN Arkansas hit that line podcast network so you can find us on either one of those and um, anywhere you listen uh, Apple, Spotify the whole nine yards and then you can find us on Twitter at, uh, at the Hog Talk and then also the Hog Talk on Facebook And then at the Hog Talk on Instagram, we don't really post quite as much on Instagram. We're mostly really active on Facebook and Twitter, but you can find us there basically anywhere at the Hog Talk. And so uh, I got to give some love back to you guys. You guys have been great. Appreciate all the comments. And again, I I have nothing but the utmost respect for – for LSU and and um, yeah, you guys can tailgate with the best of them and you can play with the best of them too.
1: <laughs> hey man, all LSU fans want, I think they want more than wins this year, is to go tailgate and drink liquor and just get obliterated before an SEC or LSU night game. That's what they really want. So hopefully, we'll get yeah, that back. Yeah,
0: I gotta say, I, I think that was the one time that I was around a bunch of LSU fans. That was the most uh, that was the most liquored up I'd probably seen <laughs> in the noon of, in, of any fan base. It was. It was quite comical, but, hey, that gumbo and that crawfish. Well, we didn't have crawfish during football season, but gumbo, jambalaya, man, you can't beat
1: it. can't beat it. Absolutely. Man, we're going to have to bring you back on. Thank you so much, and we'll, we'll talk again soon. All
0: right, Blake. Appreciate it, Blake. Take care. That Blake. is Kyle
1: Sutherland from the Hog Talk Podcast. Absolutely amazing, guys. Just absolutely amazing. We're going to have to bring him on. He's our new Arkansas guy. That's for damn sure, as he did such a great job. All right, we're going to do this. We're going to get to one last break, and then we're going to continue to talk uh, uh, some stuff uh talk some football some hashtag ask blake you know what we'll end the segment we'll end tonight's show on the hashtag ask blake so fire your questions array right now hashtag ask blake if you got any and then we'll get to this last break and go from there but before then we got to talk to our talk about our good friends over at your home team guys go to team.kw.com that's team.kw.com for the number one real estate team in the north shore meet with one of their great real estate agents today and if you mention the show they're going to put you up to the front of the line if you're looking for the home that you've always been waiting for go to team.kw.com again that's team.kw.com and they will and they will put you in that home that you want to it's always been dreaming about that's team.kw.com okay uh florence says a great show thank you florence I really appreciate that. Kenny says, Gilbo wimped out. No, that's tomorrow. Glenn Gilbo is tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to Glenn. I'm really looking forward to debating Glenn on uh, (laughs) basically some stuff that he said in the past and and recently. Um, It's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to having Glenn. And look, again, one thing that I will say that I respect about Glenn is that he's got some brass balls, man. He's just going to tell you what he thinks. And, look, he takes a beating on on social media and Twitter and all that stuff, but he he just keeps on trucking. He's got his own little niche uh, on how he does things, and I don't really ever agree with him, really ever, uh, but he's going to be coming on tomorrow, and we're going to be having us a little bit of uh, a a debate. Uh, Darren says, hashtag ask Blake, any take on the new basketball signee Eason? Um, Not really. I'm going to be a little honest with you, Darren, and uh, I haven't really looked at it too much. I saw it, but just haven't been able to really sit there and look at it or look at him. So, no, not really. Here's what I'll do for you, Darren. I'll go look and see. Just been really busy, you know, with baseball season still going on, uh, the Kim Mulkey stuff, uh, spring football, and going around the SEC. uh, And and so, no, not really. So, that's, that's my fault. Uh, TJ says, thought he was coming on Wednesday. He is coming Wednesday. Yep, he's coming Wednesday. Uh, Kenny Russell says, LSU expectations should always be a championship, no matter the sport. And I agree with that. I agree with that from uh, women's basketball, the track who's got uh, as number one in women's and uh, and men's track. I, I believe that in men's basketball, which they've never won one. Uh, I, I believe that, obviously, in football and baseball. I mean, guys, you when you start winning championships, I mean, I, and I hate to compare, I hate to compare this, but because we're always kind of somewhat trying to compare ourselves to them. Um, but, guys, quite honestly, look at Alabama when they had a, 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 a the football season they did, then they had a great basketball season, and now they're doing okay in baseball. And so that's what the, the – um, everybody's kind of you know like we have to be we have to desk this des, i don't want to say this we have to expect championships like lsu is a culture and a place that can and should and always will win championships and anything less than that is just mm, subpar uh joshua says hashtag ask blake do you think any of the freshman running backs coming in uh-oh as my camera goes out uh uh, do you think any of the freshman running backs coming in could take the job and run with it? Yes, I do. I, I do fully believe that you could have a guy like Corey Connor come in and really take some reps. I think that you could have Omari Goodwin come in and take some reps uh, as he's literally the fastest guy in Alabama when it comes to high school. Um, so, yeah, I definitely could see that. And, and, and look, I thought that Ty Davis Price had some decent runs. Um but if you can't catch the football in this upcoming offense, then you're not going to do. One, you're not going to play a lot. And look, we didn't see John Emery this spring, and what can he do? But I think that we, it's safe to say that these guys can come in there and definitely battle. And look, Ed Orgeron said that. Ed's been very vocal about that. Uh, Ryan says everything, uh, even in ro- the rowing team. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Kenny says, I support every LSU sport. Basketball won the national title in 1935. Okay, there you go. I thought that they did. I thought that they did. All right, guys. You know what? We've been at it for 58 minutes, and LSU baseball is still going on. So what? this is what we're going to do. We're going to prepare for Glenn Gilbo tomorrow. We're going to have the debate. Uh, hopefully, he shows up. I think that he will. But we're going to have the debate. He said some things about LSU, and I think it's going to be a fun time. And I know <laughs> – just – I ask all of you, just be be nice. You don't have to – well – Just be cordial. Be cordial. That's a better way to put it. All right, guys. But until then, my name is Blake Ruffino. This is RU Series Sports. You guys have a good night. Peace out. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming,